Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's Insight Assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Support for this podcast comes from Planned Parenthood. It's hard to imagine a world where we leave future generations with fewer rights and freedoms. Since the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills aimed at blocking people from getting the essential sexual and reproductive care they need, including abortion. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves access to care. And with supporters like you, they can reclaim our rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future to learn more and support their cause. Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. And I'm Andrew. And we've got a whole bunch of random fun today, but it's a good one. We first go through a little bit of a rapid fire of some new headlines. There's a little new EV stuff, some new NFT news. Then we'll go over some thoughts on the long-form iPhone video and just the format and what we think it meant and what we learned from it. Then David Amell joins us for a random experimental game of YouTube and tech trivia. You can play along or you can just enjoy how bad we are at remembering things. But let's just jump right into it. It hasn't quite been the busiest week in terms of tech news, but I saw a couple headlines. I think we might as well just mention um, maybe a little rapid fire news story headline read off. I'll say it. You react. Yeah, I like that. I'll react. First one, Jack Dorsey selling his first ever tweet as an NFT and the current high bid is $2.5 million. Oh my God. Why? Please don't buy it. Uh, if you are the person who's bidding two and a half million and expecting to sell it for three, you're not going to be able to. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Apparently, he's going to donate to charity, so that's a good. Okay. Um, next one, Pixel 6, rumored to have a center hole punch and most likely a Snapdragon 775. Okay, so sort of lining up as another mid-range successor to Pixel 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. When you have success in Pixel 5 as a mid-ranger, you're tempted to continue along that path. I want a Pixel 5 Pro, as much as I hate using the word Pro, I want a high-end Pixel, but I get it. I think your sigh was the perfect, uh, you could have just left it yeah, at the side. That's how we all felt when yeah. I said that out loud. Uh, Kia releasing a teaser image of their new EV called the EV6. Okay. Did you get a chance to look at it? No, but just hearing the name EV6 is interesting. Um, because uh, everyone, when they do their first electric car, has to make a choice. Do you want to name it something new, or do you want to name it something based on the thing people already know about? So when Ford's doing an F-150 electric, it's going to be called sure. the F-150 electric, or a Mustang Mach-E. People know what a Mustang is. When Audi does it, it's an e-tron. When, te- when, you know, when Porsche does it, they combined them. They made a Taycan, but they called it a turbo because people know what turbos are in their lineup. So that's my first thing I notice when I see this headline is Kia wants to do something new, which I think makes sense. They don't really have any sort of, other than maybe the Stinger. The Stinger's been their has. like hype car for a reason. They've yeah. more been known as like the more affordable, like, but still fairly good car brand. And the Stinger was their like 
splash and now this i guess is their ev splash um interesting enough it's the second card based on this platform that hyundai is using for the ionic was that what oh the what ionic with the, the ionic yeah yeah so yeah so it's going to be another mid-range like affordable yeah. we need more of those that makes sense yeah. from them okay you, want it? you should look up a picture though it's one of those pictures where like the entire photo is really dark and you just kind of see the headlights and i think david tried to brighten it up but we didn't get much out of it but Dang. Okay. just based on the, in a really dark room, it looks kind of neat. So I noticed something while driving around this weekend in New Jersey. This might be very different depending on where you are in the world, but I started realizing how many crossovers there are on yeah, the road. Yeah, it's the most there popular are, car out there. Oh my God, there's so type. many. The Highlanders, the RAV4s, the Ford Explorers, everyone's got a, a Highlander. And this has the silhouette of a hatchback type of maybe crossover. It looks a little more like a like smaller hatchback. Like I Don't they call it like a hot hatch in Europe? I know Top Gear used to always talk about hot Staff hatches. Back, which stuff were, like that, yeah. yeah. Um, so it looks a bit smaller. I, I kind of like the half of a silhouette you get out of it. Mm -hmm. I think it looks kind of neat. The um, headline I'm seeing now that I've Googled it is hoping for 300 mile range and late 2021, which to me is right about baseline acceptable. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like exactly what we would could imagine. Uh, but speaking of EVs, I mean, off of the uh, rapid fire news right now, we got to t try an EV this week. That was pretty unique, I think is uh, the safest way of saying it. Okay. The, <laughs> oh man, this is a, such a fun, eye-opening car. So in the world of EVs, I kind of feel like you can break it down as like there's two types of EVs. There's the high end and there's the low end. And they're, they're both very important. You need the low end, the Kias of the world. You need the ID4s of the world and the, and the Mach-E's and even the Model 3's as mass market adoptable things for people to just jump into the first EV and they make sense, and they're not too intimidating, and they just gotta be better than the gas version. But then there's also the sports car world, and then there's the high end of EVs, which are like the Plaid Model S, the Lucid Airs, the Roadsters of the world. And this car that we tested this week, I think is kind of like the apex of what we consider like hypercar electric. And the point of these yeah. is to prove that Electric cars can be better than gas cars in every way, mm -hmm. in performance, in in being fun to drive, in dynamics, and in, in all this fun stuff. It's debatable if they're fun to drive because people love the sound and there's all kinds of other yeah, things there. Yeah. But we drove the Rimac Concept One. Now they are coming out with the Concept Two shortly, and the Concept One is actually a couple years old. But my God, it is it's kind of just a little rocket ship. And the best way to describe it is if you've ever driven a go kart. Yeah, it's I like just that. like that. Mm -hmm just like a go-kart. So the specs, and if you're watching this on or listening to this on Friday, you're probably right around when the video is going up about hopefully, this. So you'll, yeah. you'll hopefully be able to watch that too. But so there's quad motors, one motor at each wheel, full all-wheel drive torque vectoring, roughly 90 kilowatt hour battery. That'll go somewhere around 200 miles if you drive it reasonably, but this is never going to be driven reasonably. No. This car is designed to be like on a track. It's small, it's low. It's got almost no room inside. I'm 6'3". I cannot extend my legs or straighten up because my head hits the ceiling of the car without straightening up. There's it's a, crazy. a point both of us were in it and like our necks are hunched down and like it was sore when they dropped it off this morning you drove it into the parking lot and i just told you i would walk because i didn't feel like hurting my knees to bend down to get into the car again the crazy intimidating part of this car is it is a very very limited edition rare car and when i say that's rare, that's an understatement it is yeah. a yeah it is a one of eight car 
there were eight Concept Ones ever made. Famously, Top Gear crashed one of them. Yes. Well, you were driving a car and you crashed it. Yes, but I crashed after the finishing line, like a professional. You've probably all already typed that tweet out by now. <laughs> yes, that is one of them. So now there's seven. This is what appears to be the newest one. Yeah, less that's, than 150 what, that's miles. what Rob told me. It was, it's the latest one in all of them being made. So the latest one. So it's an MSRP, a sticker price of, I had to get it insured to even do this video. It's about a million and a half dollars. So me driving it <laughs> to the parking lot was an exercise in like, get in very carefully. Don't scratch the leather. Don't drive over something stupid. Like everything yeah. you do is super important. Um, and the funny thing was when they were dropping it off and we, we first got this like moment of, holy crap, we're really gonna be able to drive this car for a video. I had this like sneaking suspicion in the back of my head, and this happens with every car video, where I'm like, what if I like this more than my car? What am, What's gonna happen when I get the bug? And we've driven all kinds of cars, the Mustang Mach-E's, the McLaren 720S, there's lots of cars that I really like, but I can I can talk myself down from ever actually thinking I'm gonna like change. Uh -huh. I like my car a lot. When they pulled this one off the trailer, I was really actually more nervous than any other car. Really? I was like, what if I like this car? I obviously can't get it, but I'm bitten by this <laughs> bug where I'm like, I don't know, this is going to be really weird if I really like this car. And the second that I sat in the driver's seat and like had to crane my head under the headliner, there is no rear view mirror. There is no rear visibility. There are tiny windows. There's barely front visibility. It was, it was immediately as soon as I closed the door and sat in the car, I was like, Oh no, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrifying. Driving a go-kart on the road like this is wild. But the peak of it is it is a really great performer. It's a fast zero to 60. It has a 211 mile an hour top speed. And it, it has two gears and carbon fiber paddle shifters and you drive it and it, it shifts gears kind of aggressively like a gas car. It's kind of hard mm -hmm. to explain. You have the first gear, which sounds, this is the lowest, Gear ratio, you're blasting off. It's so, it's so much fun. It's a crazy fun car, but uh, it's in a dope tech video because that's the point of dope tech. Is this is the stuff you're probably not going to try. Yeah, to it's buy. definitely like more of a collector's piece, which is also wild that Manhattan Motor Cars near us is seem to be one of the people with one of seven. It's got to be the only one not owned by anyone, right? I think it's the only one that's available. I think they have a partnership with Remax, so that's their okay. that's their thing is they get to be the ones to sell it. That's a that's an honor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was an honor to sit in it as uncomfortable as it was being a tall person, but it was it's neat to be able to say that I got to sit in a one of seven car in the For world. Sure. Yeah. This is the car that I think may have had the most what is that out of any car I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. What car is that? Uh, it's an electric car, Ramac. Oh, Ramac. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Which is really funny. Like, you see supercars on the street, and, like, even when we went and shot with the Aventador, like, people have seen Lamborghinis before, yeah, so yeah. people aren't really stopping and going, what is that? They know it's a Lamborghini. 720S got people, like, you know, turning their heads and looking mm -hmm. at it, and occasional enthusiasts going, hey, nice car. But they kind of know that that's what it is. This Ramac kind of looks like a hybrid of, like, a Bugatti and like a go-kart, it's so low and small, you just don't know what you're looking at. And there is no name brand visibility of like normal people knowing what the no, Rimac is. No, it's like so confusing and I guess so rare that someone pulled up and said, what is that? And you said, oh, Rimac. And they just like nodded their heads and drove away because they had absolutely no clue what yeah. you were talking about. Yes, no. I found myself starting to say, Oh, it's an electric supercar. Just because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's easier to understand than Rimac Concept One. They're like, oh, it's a concept car? No, it's a real car. <laughs> it's called the Concept One. So who makes it? Rimac. Who? 
it's an electric hoop. Just you get it. It's an electric car. Literally, it came off the trailer, and within ninety seconds, there was like nine a people around the car. Like, what is two that? Two construction guys parked their truck in the middle of the road and just got out to take pictures of it. Yeah, it was, it was an experience just watching it come out of the trailer for sure. Normally, with autofocus videos, we'll have the car for a couple more days, and I'll like drive it home and daily the thing. This is a car I couldn't even bring myself to do that with. No. <laughs> it would be wild. Well, speaking of fast. Our last video was not fast. Woof. Oh my God. Woof. Adam, leave that in. Don't edit that out. Well, it was fun. We, we, made, a, <laughs> we made a 45 minute iPhone 12 Pro video. Uh, a lot of you guys had a lot of interesting questions about that, but I thought it was really fun to make. I thought that was one of the most unique video processes because it took so long. We've never had something take that long before claire was at the point where every day after work she would ask me what we worked on and after two weeks she's like there's no way you're still working on that iphone video are you yeah yeah no that, that was it so it turned out to be about 47 minutes long there wasn't really any sort of a, a goal of a time to reach it was more of just like an exhaustive here's a bunch of things i've wanted to say about this phone yeah and the iphone in general that don't make it into the review because a review is in its core a balancing act of like trying to talk to YouTube subscribers and people shopping for the phone at the same time. There's just no way to put everything in a 10 minute video. So here's all the stuff and we just spilled it all in one video. And this was a fun exercise to me in like making long videos has always been really interesting because I've watched a lot of really good long videos, but how do you keep engagement for that long through a video? How can you keep a video interesting for that long? And what is even a good topic to talk about in a long form video in the first place? I'll call it a long form video. And so the iPhone felt like a natural place to start. I know a lot of people yeah. have heard everything about the iPhone before, so maybe there's nothing new in this video. But for a lot of us, it was a really good exercise, I think. And we have some interesting you know, notes on that process. Like you said, it's it's a pretty easy one to pick. It, it would make no sense for us to pick a totally new topic and then also a totally new kind of style of video by going that long. So it would have taken even longer. Yeah, let us pick something we're more familiar with. And now you have tons of stuff to talk about, so it makes perfect sense. Um, but a lot of people were wondering about analytics in that just, and we were wondering about it. This is our first time releasing anything remotely that long. I think I was looking back, we've hit 20 minutes before, but it's been maybe once in the last three years. So to double that is wildly different for the channel. And I haven't even really gotten to see any of these analytics yet. So I'm wondering where people dropped out or where things spiked or if they made it to the end at all. Or Yeah, it's fun. So I guess when I, when I say 45 minute video, you don't really expect people to often make it to the end. This video has well over 3 million views. When you think there's a 45 minute video, 3 million people clicked on it. How many people do you think made it to the end? Probably not very many, but it turns out about, let me see, if I actually scroll to the end here, 15% of you actually made it to the end of the video, which is cool. Bravo, bravo. Bravo. The average view duration of all of those people was about 12 minutes. And average view duration is one of those metrics. People look at a lot of metrics on YouTube about, oh, you run a channel. What are the things you want to optimize for? Videos are getting longer. Obviously, YouTube prioritizes watch time. If you keep people on the site longer, you can serve them more ads. Let's make good longer videos that have mid-rolls uh, show up at the top. This video doesn't have any mid-rolls. So I, I'm not sure how that plays into this, you know, will it be pushed by the algorithm thing? Mm. But I think the most interesting thing that I noticed was when, when the 45 minute video hits the subscription box, it performed about average because it's, it's a combination of, oh, cool, an iPhone video, but also, oh, wow, 45 minutes, 
I'll come back to this. Yeah, and fair point. Over time, after the first day, it started to improve its performance, and after two days, it latched onto a little bit of better performance and actually risen to the top. Hmm. And so I think this is people who were setting aside the time to watch it later, plus people who were finding it in search or just seeing it in Explore and going, oh, I have time for this. Um, so it's interesting. I, I wonder if like a super short video has the opposite curve, like a really big initial spike and then people just don't care after a week. We've been talking about that with YouTube shorts and how we're not really sure why it gets put onto your regular channel. And we've talked also about how like average view duration and all that helps when you have a longer time. So this long video obviously should potentially help the channel, but then if you put a YouTube short on, that's only 60 seconds long. Even if people watch the whole thing, it tanks your view duration. Like. Are we now harming the channel? It's a very it's a very unknown question because the no one knows what the algorithm actually says. It's yeah. a sort of a black box. But if the question of two metrics are very important, which do you prioritize comes up? The two metrics are average view duration, you want that to be high, and average watch percentage, okay. you want that to be high. So for a normal video, if you watch the whole thing, if it's a long video, that's great. For YouTube Shorts, which are, you said 60 seconds, that'll be very long for YouTube Short. Most of them are four to 15 seconds. Yeah. They have exceptionally high average view durations, or sorry, they have Percentage. exceptionally high percentages, often 100%, even higher, because if people watch it twice, that's 200%. And they have extremely low average view durations. So will this combination of super high and super low ultimately balance out? Will it harm the channel? Will it help it? That remains to be seen because of how new shorts are. People are kind of diving in head first. Some people are making new channels for them. Some people are just putting them on the main channel, experimenting. I'm keeping my eye on all of that. I don't have an answer yet, but I think that's the question. I know they want to keep the algorithm fairly secretive so people aren't gaming the system, but by doing that, it makes people scared to try some of these new features that they're throwing out there. Like the reason we haven't posted a short is because we're pretty worried it could affect the rest of our videos and recommend it. And when people have their jobs on the, like when this is a full-time job for people, it's scary to just try and try out some of these new features because you could be tanking your income just to try and post a 60 second video to test it out. It's yeah, there's a there's a feature called premieres, right? So this is there's another thing we're wondering where we're like, we don't want to do a premiere just to do a premiere, but wouldn't it be really cool if there was like a special video where we want to reveal something where everyone yeah. sees it at once? So we'll do a premiere. So premiere is essentially a live stream that as soon as it ends, lands in the subscription box as a finished live stream as a VOD. So you can just watch it like a normal video. So something like uh, the smartphone awards or maybe uh, maybe our blind smartphone camera yeah. test, we were like, that would be a really good premiere. We tried it with that, yeah. And the reason I was hesitant to try it is because I've seen a ton of premieres on YouTube and I've talked to a bunch of YouTubers and they always underperform the second the live stream is over, which is fascinating to me. And we don't know why. Is it because the people watching, as soon as they're done, leave and don't count as a view? And so the first one to two hours are lost traffic because people who were watching already saw it? We don't really know, but we tried it with our own. Uh, we did this for the blind smartphone camera test. Sure enough, I, I saw the same pattern. It was the same thing we expected. It was a 20 minute live stream, fantastic engagement, super fun, big moments in the video, people are all commenting about. We got to chat with everybody. People are tweeting about it, we're replying. It's super fun. Video ends, it goes live, terrible first hour performance because everyone who is that engaged and would click in the first hour yeah. already saw it. 
is there a fix for this? Is there a way YouTube can encourage, like, I don't know if there's an algorithmic solution here, but then I didn't do it for the smartphone awards. Yeah, it's also weird because if you tune in, like, not right when it starts, then you're halfway through. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, it's halfway through. I don't want to watch the end. I want to start from the beginning. And then they, like, you see, kind of like the iPhone video, you said they save it for later and then go watch it again. So that's going to destroy your early metrics when it comes to the video. It also doesn't help that it was in 720. Uh, oh, live streams, with, yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure plenty of people also left because the live stream was only in 720. And really? People, I bet people left because of it. Huh. I think the entire chat was like, just what is this? What is this? Oh, that's it's 720. The, where's yeah. 4K? Well, uh, that's the chat. But are they just saying that because that's the thing that they can definitely comment on and get? I don't <laughs> like know. Everyone can resonate. I'm with. not someone who can translate quick <laughs> chat like that. We'll have to get a Twitch, a full time Twitch streamer in here to try and help us uh, figure that out. But yeah, but yeah, no, that was that was our our findings. So yeah, there's all kinds of interesting algorithmic questions. Ultimately, the long iPhone video has has been really great. I think it's performed mm -hmm. well, and I think we've learned a lot from it. And I think going forward, the gears are turning about what types of videos are going to be good for the long the long form format. Yeah, stories are awesome. Finding like really good stories, really good products, really good people. I think that's going to be the easy part. And like the hard part is turning them into that video. Uh, that is, I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's like it's like that middle of. Is it a regular 10 minute video or sh is that a podcast? Like it's yeah. somewhere in between where it needs way more visual and like B-roll and I'm sure we'll find them. Yeah. We've, uh, we've hired a couple people that I think will help us out with that. And also if, if there's any ideas, like we always say this, like Twitter is probably the best way to reach us, but specifically for this episode, if you have, cause we did the iPhone, right? The obvious, the easy one. We do smartphone We'll videos. do the Android next. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously that's an option. But Dry. yeah, if you have ideas for long form stuff you want to see covered, I don't want like the generic answer of like, do this other device or do this other phone. But if there are other stories or other things that deserve more light of day or a longer time than they usually get, that's what I'm interested in hearing about. Yeah. So tweet at us at WVFRM. Let us know. What should the next long form videos be? NFTs. Oh God, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, without any further ado, let's take a quick ad break. We'll come back and we have a sort of a trivia game. David and Adam have been writing questions that Andrew and I have not seen on various topics on tech and maybe on YouTube. We and don't really know what. We I don't really guess. know what they are, but we're going to have a sort of a mini trivia off and see if Andrew or I is better equipped to answer them. We'll find out after the break. Support for this podcast comes from Planned Parenthood. Your body is your own. That's why Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Today, lawmakers who oppose abortion are challenging Planned Parenthood. Affordable, high-quality basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. Planned Parenthood believes that health care is a basic human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect our right to control our own bodies. They also work tirelessly to oppose the onslaught of new policies aimed at interfering with personal decisions best left to patients and their doctors. They won't give up and they won't back down. You can join Planned Parenthood in the fight to help make sure that the next generation can decide their own futures. The organization needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, they can reclaim our rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit plannedparenthood.org future to learn more and support their cause. Support for this show comes from NetSuite. 
And that's exactly what NetSuite provides, support. But what they really provide is support where you need it because no one needs help where they don't need it. So NetSuite wants to provide you with products and services that are tailor-made for your business. Help where you need it. NetSuite is a top-rated cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessible from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all of your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math, see how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks, so head to netsuite.com slash waveform. That's netsuite.com slash waveform, netsuite.com slash waveform. Support for this episode of Waveform comes from Gigabyte. There's a lot of talk out there about how AI is revolutionizing our world. Computers are writing newsletters, robotic bees are pollinating flowers, and a whole new wave of driverless taxis are popping up in cities all over the world. But how can AI power our passions and what we do for fun? That's where Gigabyte's AI gaming laptops come in. So their range of powerful and portable new laptops deliver cutting edge performance for anyone looking to explore the brave new world of AI powered gaming. So every 2024 Aorus machine comes equipped with the Gigabyte AI Nexus, which is like a central hub located with all the AI powered features you could hope for. So that includes super useful tools like AI power gear, which automatically throttles and extends your computer's battery life depending on your power source and usage. You'll also get access to AI Boost, which optimizes performance based on what you're doing in that moment, whether you're ripping through an FPS or running your own large language model. AI Boost automatically adjusts the GPU and processors to maximize responsiveness and deliver unparalleled efficiency. Lastly, AI Generator includes various generative AI apps for quick startup, and all 2024 Gigabyte models seamlessly integrate with tools like OpenAI and Microsoft's Copilot AI chatbot. But the Aorus 16X and the Gigabyte G6X take it to the next level with a dedicated Copilot key, allowing users to swiftly tap into productivity and generative AI capabilities. I also keep hearing AI is gonna change a lot in the gaming world. Andrew, can you think of anything about that? Not just optimization, like you said, but like more personal optimization I could see happening where like maybe you're playing a competitive game like Valorant and you want higher FPS and lower resolution, like you're okay versus like The Witcher where you might want 4K crispy resolution and like a lower frame rate. I think finding that between your computer specs and what you want might help out a lot. Nice. So all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at oris.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So that's A-O-R-U-S dot com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte, team up, fight on. Welcome, one and all, to the MKBHD Trivia Show. Did you show. know which one that was? No. <laughs> Wait, really? Wait, that was great. I think we just introed it already. Yes. It's <laughs> not bad. It is what it is. It's a trivia mini game show. How many questions are there? So currently, we have, uh, let's see, we've got 12 questions, but we also have some bonus questions, which are not numbered. Okay. This is the way that this game show currently in its current form is going to work. Okay. Basically, we're just starting with one of you and asking you a question. If they get it wrong, it'll pass to the other person. Okay. And we're just going to kind of try to rally that. You can steal. You can steal. <laughs> and then there are also bonus questions. Are there uh, lifelines? <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> call Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Um, call Marquez. Call Marquez. <laughs> <laughs> 
but the bonus questions are are more geared towards you as individuals uh-huh. because uh, you know the the questions are mostly about like videos that we've done on the channel, uh, but also just some general tech stuff okay. more near the end. So so my my confidence level right now out of ten. It started at like a 10. I think I'm at like a seven. <laughs> I, I'm confident I, I should know everything reasonable to be known about the channel, right? And then all, you know, tech stuff that surrounds it, maybe maybe almost a 10, but I'm giving myself like a seven point something. I, like my confidence going in is I consider myself someone with pretty good memory, but I the more I think about that, the more I just assume I have really good memory, and I don't know if I've ever really had that checked that hard, so I feel I like this remember. is going to be a pretty hard check, and my confidence has plummeted. I, I will say some of these minutes. are a little hard. I, okay. Oh, good. boy. I think we'll... I've got like a four out of 10 confidence going in. I blame Adam for making the hard questions. Good. No, I'm, I'm all for... I'm so ready. Well, yeah. All Let's right. do it. All right, so for context, uh, we started all these questions, if they're referencing the channel, are related to videos that happened after Andrew joined. Okay. Just to make sure, you know, Mavic. That that's more fair. DJI Mavic, first yes, video I was exactly. part of. One so, point for Andrew, let's go on the board already. <laughs> it, was, well, <laughs> it was about four years ago, that video was called Dope Tech, The Best Drones. So, question one, which is for Marquez. Mm-hmm. In that Best Drones video, mm-hmm. where you guys work together, who else was working with you guys during the shoot? Who else was working with us during the shoot? That is currently on the team, or yeah. that was with us Just there? Just with you at the uh, at the shoot. So I remember Dom Esposito was there. Is that your final answer? And he helped us shoot the video. So that's that's my final answer, Dom Esposito. Shout out to Mac Mixing. Yeah, that's who it is. It's Dom. Also, there was no one else on the team back then, because it right. was my first day. Yeah. Correct. Hey, all right. All right, so that's one point. One point for uh, for Marquez and Andrew. You know what the thing about collabs is like I feel like I've watched so many other YouTubers' videos that I almost feel like I know a lot of them. Sometimes it's actually really surprising. You'll be at an event and you realize, oh, this is the first time we've actually met. Oh, we we haven't actually collaborated on anything. Oh, we totally should. Like it's it's almost really surprising to me. So, yeah, uh, we've we've worked with Dom. We've worked with a lot of tech people, but at the same at the same time, there's lots of people who I'd love to work with that I feel like. It would be a surprise that we realize we haven't yet. I got to meet a lot of people like really quickly. I mean, my first was with Dom. I'd been watching Casey for years and I met him like in the first two months of working here. So it's really fun to meet a bunch of people you've watched for a long time. All right. Question two. Apple's WWDC 2017. You guys made a video called the top five things announced at Apple WWDC 2017. What was the thumbnail for that video? This is my to question. To Andrew first. Top five things WWDC. Was I? No. Wait. Oh, man. I feel like I picture it, but uh, no. I'm picturing an iPhone, but that would be a September event. I, I'm totally blanking. I I have no idea. I don't know. I know. Good luck. Most of the top fives, there's usually a number five in the thumbnail. I'm guessing this one had that. 2017 summer. I'm trying to remember. How I, wasn't, early... I wasn't at WWDC. Okay, in my in my mind, it's the Mac Pro, but I'm I'm trying to think extra hard because the Mac Pro came out. The Mac Pro was unveiled at WWDC long before we actually got to see it in person, but they had like a model of it there 
that we got to, it was like an exploded model of the Mac Pro and we got to take videos of it and then we like never saw it again for like another year while they finished working on it. So if I'm remembering this correct, I don't remember what year that was though. I don't think it was that long ago. It's gotta be before the Mac Pro. Oh man, I'm gonna say it's the Mac Pro. Can I get but half I a think point I'm wrong. for saying he's wrong? <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> I don't know what it I'm is, wrong. but I know he's wrong. Are I, you willing to take a half point deduction yes. if, if he's right? Yes. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it's before. <laughs> I, I don't think it's the Mac Pro. I think it's pre-Mac Pro, but that's all I can think of for a WWC top five. I can't take a point from him if he's just guessing based on that, Dang. I feel like. I think that's too early for Mac Pro, though. I do, too. All right, David, what is it? It's killing Wait, me. Wait, what's your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> My final answer would be it's probably me in a hotel room on half the frame and the Mac Pro on the other half and then number five in the middle, something like that. Correct. Really? Oh. <laughs> yep. Mac Pro. Mac Pro. Wait, wow. Can I see it? I, I yeah, Mac I want to see it really bad. <laughs> well, it might. Be, this, oh, this, iMac Pro. Well, iMac Pro. This whoa, is, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, Not correct. Oh, <laughs> buzzer. Pro. Right, buzzer. This is Adam's fault. Oh. iMac Pro and Mac Pro. Very. I, I was oh, debating saying true. iMac. Oh, I remember the iMac Pro. iMac Pro. There's a bunch of people in the background and in the shadows, and the iMac Pro is in like this. Oh, it's like spotlight. dark, and it's on that like uh, yeah. like white pedestal. Yeah. No points. No points for me. No points. Wait, 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 wait. So what is that then? It's so the that's iMac Pro. That's the iMac Pro. That's the what Mac, I had. The Mac you Pro. You put the Mac Pro. No, is there's a, an I there. Oh. Oh. Wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Question three, and we're going to start with Marquez again. Okay. On June 20th, 2017, you uploaded the OnePlus 5 review. To the nearest second, how long was that video? <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, okay. One plus. Let me. I can. I can math this out. I can. I can figure this out. One plus five review. You said right. Okay. One plus five. If I remember that phone, headphone thing. Mm -hmm. It's got the fingerprint reader on the back. It's got. I'm trying to remember the thumbnail. One plus five had fairly big bezels on the front. No, five T had it on the back. Oh, they and moved had to the front bezels. at the bottom. I know okay. this is Claire just upgraded from her five. Um. The review. So the review is typically longer. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to the second. I would love to get the minute right, though. That's my that's my goal right here. In 2017... I'll give you half a point if you get the minute. Okay, okay. Reviews were a little shorter back then. Typically, a review today is anywhere from like 11 to 16. But if I'm remembering correctly, which I, I hope I am, they were a little bit shorter back then. They were probably averaging somewhere from 7 to 13. Um, one plus phone back then came out once a year so there's a little bit more to say sometimes if there's like medium like f like t phones in between like the 3t and then the 5 there's a little bit less info to say uh so maybe this is like a six month type thing i'm talking about what's new i'm gonna guess it's a little on the shorter end so let me go uh let me go eight minute range eight minutes and 24 seconds is my random guess what's what's andrews uh... i would say like Eight to nine minutes feels like uh, a range back then for a review. And I remember a lot of videos being very, very close to 10, but not going over. And 
it was kind of like this badge of honor to be like, haha, we didn't go for the extra mid roll. Like we are not money grubbing YouTubers. Yeah, this was uh, back in the day where you only got to insert a mid roll in a video if it like, was over ten minutes long. Wow. Ten minutes of one. I second, forgot that right? that only changed recently. That's right. very recent. Yeah, yeah. So if you made a video that was ten minutes and one second long, everyone would go, oh, look at you extending Even the video for whether no reason. there were or weren't yeah. mid rolls on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess nine fifty seven. Mm. Okay. It is 10 minutes and nine seconds. Oof. Wow. So Andrew was really close. Yeah, within it, 20 the, seconds. I'm close, but my whole reasoning was specifically wrong, if you well, think about it. Right under, <laughs> right over, same thing. We are money-hungry YouTubers. <laughs> I knew it. I'm going to give Andrew three quarters of a point for nice. that. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll that's take pretty it. good. Nice work. I'm currently down one quarter of a point. <laughs> okay. No, no, Marquez is at one point. Yeah, I didn't get them. The I'm get down the one quarter. Oh. So I... Yeah, sorry, that was just a poor way of putting it. Okay. It's one to three quarters. <laughs> wait, right? wait, wait, no, didn't you get one point? They both got the first one right. They both said Dom. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's oh, one, oh, one point. Oh, both people get... Eight. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He gets just as much credit for confirming my answer as yeah. I got for answering. That's why we go back and forth. Oh, oh. wow, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll smooth this out over time. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And he's <laughs> really reminding me of, like, whose line is it anywhere, where the points don't matter and the rules are made up. <laughs> Ultimately, it doesn't matter. It's you, a rough you know. draft. Yeah. It's a rough draft. Um, okay, bonus question, and we're going to start with Andrew for the bonus question because the last regular question was Marquez. July 24th, 2020, episode 5, season 1, autofocus. It was about the Tesla Model Y. In the last five months, so altogether, how many views does that video have? Oh, and uh, the bonus questions I should have said uh, are multiple choice. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, I remember the thumbnail and the title, by the way, of that video. There's a lot to unpack about that video. I'll listen for the answers first, and then okay. I'll uh, think out <laughs> loud. Right. Yeah. So we got a 3.1 million views, b 5 million views, c 1.9 million views, or d 7 million views. I'm gonna say. C, 1.9 million, and there's a lot about that video. When you first said July 2020, I said I wasn't working here, <laughs> or like we were on our quarantine break from that. You said autofocus, and I said we didn't shoot anything anywhere near July, but that was actually something we shot in February, right before quarantine. Oh, and that's a fun little fact. Because Model Y got delayed, we weren't allowed to release our video, so we were sitting on that footage for a very long wow. time. And yep. then I think they eventually they let us have one here, right? Yeah. And we got to shoot, shoot a little more. But I also think because of that, it was weirdly the Y still got announced, but we weren't allowed to release our video on it. So that's what I'm guessing on the lower end of views for it. Because I think it missed out on the hype. It wasn't like our Model 3 where we were some of the first. We were supposed to be. We were out in Fremont like with the Model Y when they were still like hiding it at one of their off things, uh, like centers. Somewhere and, where drones couldn't fly over Yeah, and exactly. Find it. <laughs> like we were inside this building and like you said, the thumbnail is in a building. Geo edited the back of it out to make it look really clean. It's a sweet thumbnail. Thumbnail was in February, um, yep. Red Model Y looks absolutely great, but I think since it came out months after all the hype, it's on the lower end. Yeah, when you first read autofocus model Y, I had 3.1 million in my head, but your logic makes a lot of sense. And I think you're probably right that it's 1.9 million. Um, I remember we shot a lot of that stuff around here with the A7S3 right around when that came out. And so we got to say, hey, look, A7S3 oh, true, footage true. in this video. Um, so a lot of interesting things from that, that combined shoot. But I think 
for the sake of points, if I agree and we're both wrong, there's no points. <laughs> and if I go with a different answer and Bold I'm move. wrong, only you get points. So I'm going to agree because I think you have a good shot. 3.1 stood out, but I I still am just voting for the lower. I, I think, think it's 1.9. Yeah, I think you're right. And it is 3.1. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, my. No. Oh, I mean, yay. Great. <laughs> Great, right? Yeah. Andrew wow. doesn't get any points. I wish we didn't get that extra hey. million views. Oh. <laughs> yep. Wow, okay. All right, next huh. bonus question, moving on to Marquez. Okay. What wow. is your second most viewed video? One plus 6T review. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. does this That's count? That's incorrect. Does, um, oh. <laughs> but, no, but it's it's multiple choice. So. Oh, okay. Wait, but hold on. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we hear multiple choice, it's not? It started with the fold. It's, the fold it's passed fold this. unboxing. Yeah, fold unboxing past the 6T. But 6T was only there because OnePlus, without telling us, paid for it to be the pre-roll ad yep. on like a million videos. It and has, it just They're both shot. over 20 million. Yeah. So those are all super inflated. I was going to make a joke about it being because they're all really inflated. Okay, views. I got to hear these multiple choice now because yeah, I know right. which one it's not. Okay. A, Apple iPhone 10 unboxing. B, AirPods Max unboxing and impressions. C, PlayStation 5 unboxing and accessories. Or D, Talking Tech with Elon Musk. Second most viewed of all time is one of those? Since Andrew started. So of the videos that have been uploaded since you started, which one has the second most views? But I'm still confused because I... So I'm gonna, I'm pretty, is this Andrew's question by the way or mine? No, it's your, your question. question. Okay, so my logic is the PlayStation has the most views since you started. That's over 12 million views on a video. That's gotta be number one. So of those next, Talking Tech with Elon's at about 11 million. So I think that's right below it. Then AirPods Max is under 10 million, I'm pretty sure. And what was the other one? Uh, iPhone 10 unboxing. iPhone 10 unboxing. Oh, that is a, that one has like 11 million also. iPhone 10 unboxing. That was one of the, that might be number one. That might have more than 12 million. Interesting. It's either I, the iPhone 10 unboxing or the PlayStation 5 because both of those have more than the other two. <sighs> Interesting. Okay. I'm, and just to clarify, the question is, which is the second most viewed video that has been uploaded since Andrew started? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with iPhone 10 unboxing at 11 million. Do I get to say? In the yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Because yeah. I have like, I'm very, I'm confused here. <laughs> because I was present for, I think, every top video that I've checked in the last one till probably like the 14th or 15th, which should be the self-healing L Motorola phone. I was not here for the G Flex. G G. Okay, the L the LG G Flex yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Hmm. I was not here for that. And when I think of the most popular videos that are on the channel, it should be fold unboxing, one plus six T. Then it gets into I believe fold oh. impressions, oh, yeah, and right. then it's like I think it's like fold. No, not even destroyed. I would guess the, the next story. closest one in all the ones you have is like. The PlayStation. Yeah, it's actually the PlayStation. I was here for I was also here for iPhone 10 unboxing. And that is high because that was like the first redesign and it, it is really high up there. Um but that actually yeah, I'm confused in me starting because I really don't think any of those are the second most popular video on the channel. The no, second most popular after you joined. Yeah, let's, uh, go let's with just, the list. Yeah, that let's I just have. go with that. The list that you have, okay, which is the out highest, of the four, what is the most viewed video? I'm guessing it was PlayStation 5 iPhone 10 unboxing. 10 and change. Talking Tech with Elon's over 11. 
Yeah, but I think both AirPods of those are Max over. Is like eight. Yeah, AirPods Max is last. Then I would say Elon, and then I'm between place. I think it's PlayStation One Ten to Elon. The thing about the Elon Three, interview uh, is that one has like very slowly been creeping up over time because Elon does something and the views spike. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't think it's spiked, but not the kind of like the PlayStation spike spiked. Right. And but I'm just thinking like where it sits now on the all time list, probably it probably was well under 10 million. And then like every month it's it's bumped up a little bit on that list to the point where I'm pretty sure both videos we did now with Elon are over 10 million. I don't know exactly where they sit, but. I think we might be surprised by that number. Why am I forgetting the other video we did with you? One was the interview. One was the factory tour. Oh, They're those both, are two. They both independently get traction, like just kind of all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I think that one's probably around ten to eleven million. I know where the PS5 is at. I'm very confident that's between twelve and thirteen. AirPods Max, I think, is eight. I know it's under ten. I don't know what that is. And then. Yeah, that's that's where I think they all sit. So, what's your rank of total of those total of the views? ones listed? No, not total views, just like most popular, least popular. Your tier list. Oh, okay. That would be PlayStation <laughs> Five unboxing is is the most viewed of those four. Then, what was the third one? It's Elon iPhone ten iPhone. Oh, unboxing. then I would say it's Elon. Oh, where does the iPhone unboxing iPhone ten <laughs> iPhone ten unboxing could be like nineteen million. I think it could be crazy high. I think it I think it's high. I don't think it's that high. I think iPhone 10 unboxing is actually the top, then PlayStation 5, then Elon Musk, then AirPods Max. I'm going PlayStation, PlayStation, iPhone, Elon, AirPods is my guess. But I do think I'm really torn between the iPhone 10 and the PlayStation. Is the iPhone 10 All right. at the top? <laughs> That that question. <laughs> We've just five got, minutes. No, I like it. It's it's. A, I hope um, people just enjoyed us arguing for that long. I'm sorry. If you <laughs> that's didn't. my bad. Um, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Excel. Okay, this is a fun answer because Marquez actually got it exactly correct. Okay, so the, I, the list was exactly correct. iPhone on top. You're, yeah, you're very okay. wrong, unfortunately. But it's iPhone 10 unboxing. PlayStation 5, okay. Elon Musk, AirPods Max. Yeah. Okay. But you may be surprised to know uh, that the AirPods Max video now has 11 million views. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. Okay. And the iPhone 10 unboxing is 16 million. Uh, Elon Musk is 12, and PlayStation 5 is around 12, but a little higher. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. See the iPhone yep. 10. You gotta, you, you can never count on the iPhone unboxing to do anything under the number one of the last 10 videos. It's yeah. always a banger. The iPhone unboxing. True. Yeah. That's crazy. True. Okay. Especially 10. All right. Fun. <laughs> Fun question. <laughs> All right. Back to the regular questions. All right. Yeah. Question four. What was the date that the first full-length waveform podcast was released? I'm going to give this to Andrew first. August 6th, 2019. Wow. You answered that really fast. That was fast. Huh. The question mark at the end of your answer makes me... I'm not 100... That's the <laughs> exact date. I'm not exactly sure. I, I have two other dates in my head. Wow. August 2019. Remember so, that I'm saying full length. Right, because we had the teaser oh. drop that was a good solid week about before the first episode, and that's when it was on YouTube with its own teaser. Then the full length episode was a week later. Uh. So now, knowing that, uh, I don't that remember. doesn't help me because I don't really know when the teaser happened. But let me go. Let me go with 
July 15th, 2019. Andrew, I will give you a re-guess because I think you thought it was the teaser. I... Well, now I almost feel like I'm letting you letting me do that means I'm wrong, just and then I would just later. act like one week later. Just I know it's later. August. I know it's not July. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, you were what event were you at? You were at the Samsung event, I think. Remember the first episode we did? We thought we could just release it the week after, but we were contracted to release it on that day. So you were in California on Wednesday. You flew home for us to record it on Thursday. You flew back an hour later and I edited the whole thing and sent it out to Studio 71. So like, yeah. it was a brutal first episode. Um, I'm just gonna stick with August 6th. There's a chance it might be the 9th or the 3rd. For some reason, those numbers come out to my head, but I'm gonna stick with six. I have to go 13th just because of your logic and I'm adding a Whoa, week. Whoa, who wait, said wait, he wait. can change his answer? All right, fine. Fine. All right, uh, August 9th. Oh, wow. Oh, that's real. I'm giving you two points for <laughs> that. The fact that you even came up with that date is impressive. Bravo. Do you know I also kind of remember not too long ago, we went through all our videos to decide when the last video was that didn't reach a million. And Marquez found it and it's just like, he just went, oh, you know which one it is. And I was like, oh no, it's the waveform one, isn't it? <laughs> it was the waveform announcement on Welcome uh, to YouTube. Waveform. Yeah. So yeah. 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 All right. Pretty close. Well, so all you, about all you that. listeners listening, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we for... appreciate everyone for listening, even if you didn't watch. That was impressive. Correct. I'm glad you got that one. That was good. good. Yeah, that was, that was very impressive. I didn't really get it, but well, close. I mean, look. It. I, it was one of the dates I, was, I said. Yeah. When I was on the Wikipedia page for Waveform, which exists apparently, Ooh. it's a full page. Have they said, detailed. do they say anything nice about us? Well, it's it's fact-based. Uh, so. It just lists no. things, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, <no. laughs> Kidding. Okay. But on the Wikipedia page, it did say that the teaser was released on the 6th. Oh, okay. And then the first full episode was released oh, that's on the 9th. So when I, well, I assume teaser would have been a week before, but no, that makes sense. Only three days. All right. Whew. Question five, Edward Marquez. The Samsung Galaxy S10e thumbnail mm -hmm. was a picture of you holding the phone up to the camera. What was the wallpaper on the thumbnail? It was that robot from that movie... Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie, but that big balloon white robot. What was the movie called? Big Hero 6 or something? Big The big hero robot character. Balloon pillow guy. That guy. He had the, the hole punch cut yeah, out with his right. eye. I think Big, big Hero 6. Big I was hero thinking Wally at first, but I think we used a Wally. That like whole video, we used a bunch of thumbnails that hid the... And we had like a... Right. I think we had a robot shot that... Maybe not. It was in the robot room we were showing it off. Yeah. And that was like a lot of that was in the early that. days of like whole punch camera novelty wallpapers. So that was a pretty good one. That I remember that one. I was thinking about that phone the other day. That's a great phone. Yeah. Oh, I just agreed with him. Okay. Oh, yeah. The answer yeah, is uh, Baymax him. from Big Hero 6. Baymax. Oh, I didn't know what that's his name. name. Yeah, I forgot oh. the name, but okay. yeah, that But you each get a point for that. Okay. I'll okay. give you both points. I remember that thumbnail. Yeah, well, I, I also actually remember that thumbnail. Yeah. I don't know why. That's very weird. That's a good one. All right, what phone won Fun of the Year in 2018? Andrew starts. What note was it? Nine? Note nine, 2018? Wait, 18 or 19? 18. Marcus is focusing note really nine. hard over here. No, 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 no. One plus, one plus, was that 17? That... Oh, no. Oh, man. One plus eight was last year. Seven was six. I don't think 6T won it. Note, note nine is my guess. Marquez? Interesting. Okay. Um, 
I had to do some reverse math. So phone of the year this past year, 2020, was Galaxy S20 FE. Mm -hmm. Phone of the year, the year before that, which was 2019, was OnePlus 8 Pro. Phone of the year before uh, that, 2019 is the year in question. I'm 20, a little more- 2018 is the year in question. Oh, 2018 is the year yeah, in question? Okay, yeah, yeah. so 20, 2020 was S20 FE. 2019 was OnePlus 8 Pro. So 2018, the year in question. I'm a little fuzzier on, I think it's either the OnePlus 7 Pro or a Samsung phone like the S20, S9, S9, S8. I think it's the OnePlus 7 Pro. I think it's I'm, OnePlus 7 I'm Pro. I'm nervous he's right on that. I, uh, we d I feel like there were two years of OnePlus, but the Note 9 had so much going for it. And it was before they ditched the headphone jack, right? So did the Note 9 ever win phone of the year? I'm not Maybe? sure, actually. Yeah, I think you might be right, did it but I'm sticking phone? with my answer. It might have won big phone that year. Huh. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good split. I'm Here's going OnePlus. Yeah, OnePlus 7 mm -hmm. Pro. All right. The answer is OnePlus 60. 16. <laughs> so both our math, oh, no. our math is just what yeah, so my I, the way that I think that this happened is that because 2020 was such a black hole of a year, probably everything just gets shifted by a heck year. is just a black hole when you oh, like man. try and like really wait. Look okay, back so 2020 was Galaxy S20 FE. Yep. 2019 was OnePlus 8 Pro. Yeah, you're thinking you're thinking the okay seven seven Pro eight eight Pro. Did the eight Pro not win? I'm so, what won in 2019? 8 Pro definitely won because everyone was surprised it wasn't 8. No, wait. No, no, no. 8 was last year. 7 Pro won. One plus 7 Pro won in 2019. Oh. And 16. I remember. I gave a shout out to the 8 Pro for being my daily phone, gave the winner to the Galaxy S20 FE in, in the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, we're just bad at math. Holy <laughs> smokes. To, to be fair to Andrew, uh, the Note 9 did win best big smartphone that okay. year. Mm. That was, a, that was a good one. That was yeah. almost a trick question. That was good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And I'm going to give a half point to Andrew because he got uh, the best big smartphone. I'm getting destroyed. In a, little, this. a little bit? I have almost no points. <laughs> no, okay. Current score, just to stop in, uh, Andrew's got five, Marquez has three. Right. So not too bad. We don't know how much each question's worth in terms of points, so it's Fair. anyone's game right now. Yeah. Question seven, and uh, we'll start with Marquez yeah. for this one. Yep. I think so, yeah. What was Bill Gates's New Year's resolution during your February 2020 interview with him? New Year's resolution specifically. You're saying, sorry, 2020? Yep. So I remember it was kind of funny. At the, at the beginning of that video, I remember asking him, what's new for you this year? And he said, oh, I'm going to travel a little bit less, sort of take a step back. And interestingly, three months later, travel ban, no one can travel. Everyone went, whoa, Bill Gates just predicted this thing. This is crazy. I don't know if I specifically asked him for a New Year's resolution, but I do remember him saying that when I asked him about the new year. So at the risk of answering too fast and not thinking hard enough about the rest of that interview, I do believe him resolving to travel less would be my final answer. So like, I agree with you, but I don't want to get any points for that because I didn't know that at all until Marquez said it and it rings a bell. Um, <laughs> like. I, I don't think it was a question you wrote down. I think it just kind of came up as like a part of the conversation. Yeah. And um, yeah, I do remember. I remember it was something along the lines of like trying to not do as much of something, which probably for him just means I want to read more books and be interrupted less. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Marquez is right, but 
Don't give me any points for okay. it. If he is. If Marquez he's wrong, I want to know. correct. Points. Okay. Is correct. Uh, and it, it was ironic because it was in February and the world locked down in March. So it was literally a month later. Yeah. Crazy. He, did, I think in that interview, he talks a, really briefly about just how like he got an email about oh, COVID. He barely yes. briefly mentioned COVID. Yeah, yeah. It was like the most, and now thinking back to it is pretty crazy. By, by the way, the daily did a, a podcast pretty recently about uh, Bill Gates yeah. and just pandemics and his, and the vaccine and everything. It was really is, good. Yeah, definitely suggest checking it out if you haven't heard it already. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, question eight, starting with Andrew this time. How many subscribers does Vin have on YouTube? 10,000. I remember in, he's made only one video since this happened, but in the 6 million live stream we did, which was a colossal failure on my point. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a failure because Six we million? did a we did a 5 million live stream okay. to roll over to 5 million, right. and it went... Amazing. It was like I set up this live stream. I was super proud of it. Marquez has never done a live stream before. It went really well. It was like 40 minutes long and everyone had a great time. And then for whatever reason, I'm like, we did a one camera live stream. This went great. I'm gonna do a four camera, 4K live stream for six million. I and think it that just was, exploded. It was part my fault. The 4K was mostly what went wrong, and I wanted to try to do a 4K live stream yeah, so that when it lived as a video on demand, it would be a 4K video. Yeah. But 4K live stream was not the move. Our internet could not handle it. YouTube yeah. couldn't handle it. It went down. Only half the people found the new link for it. But I remember in that while we were waiting, Vin was like the co-host with Marquez on the couch. And we also were trying to get people to go to Vin's channel while we were waiting. Mm. And I know he hit 10K then. I think he's only released like one video since then. And I'm just going to assume it hasn't made it over. I'm guessing t between 10 and 15. Like maybe I'll be, I'll say 11. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. A year, 11K came up in my head when you asked the question. And then now that you explain the timing, it makes sense. Uh, so now that you've landed on 11K, I'm just agreeing with you, but I, I'll i say 12K for the sake of points. Maybe I'm closer. We'll see. Answer is 17,000. Whoa, hey. There you Let's go. Let's go. 17 points. I get points for that because I was closer. <laughs> yeah. oh. Points yeah. plural, meaning we, like I probably get like a half point. Well, we'll, we'll give you a point. Hey. So it's tied. It's all tied up. You're tied up. up. It's all tied You're up. You're tied up. Price right. is right style. Price, <laughs> is, Price right is right style. style. You didn't go over. Okay, now these two bonus questions, you get to bet your points. Okay, here oh. we go. <laughs> okay, here we right. go. So it's five five. Is that right? It's five five. Okay, five. all right. So you can bet how many points you want 
and uh, I like you know, this. Now, up. is it Jeopardy style where you bet with like a category and then you hear the question later, or when do you bet? I'm just gonna say you bet the number of points you want to bet before you hear the question, and you don't know anything yeah. about the question. Well, you don't know yeah, anything bet, about the question. All right, you bet the number of points you want to bet before you hear the question. Okay, you know nothing about it. All right, all right, all right. So it starts with Marquez. So how many of your five points would you like to bet? And you can also bet in increments of 0.25. Right. Okay, I like that. But Adam has to do the multiplication on. The yeah, <laughs> just to, just to make it spicy. Let me bet. Let me bet 2.75 points. Ooh. Let's go. Let's go past halfway. All right. And remember, these are multiple choice because they're bonus questions. Okay, so good. at least there's that. I like that. What Microsoft product did Comic Sans make its debut in? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> what? These are harder. These are the hard oh. bonus questions. Oh, God. <laughs> this is what you bet. I bet what zero. product? <laughs> We've got A, Microsoft Word. B, Microsoft Movie Maker, C, Microsoft PowerPoint, or D, Clippy? For the record, this was David's question. I think it's a good one. Microsoft uh, Word, PowerPoint, Movie Maker, or Clippy? So when I, when I first started making videos, I did use Movie Maker briefly. And you could you know how you can spot an iMovie? video from a mile away. You could hear the music, you see the transitions, you just know. That was also true about Movie Maker, and Comic Sans was the default font. Maybe it wasn't the default, but it was one of the fonts yeah, that you could just click and drag Blue and background, white Blue text. background, exactly. Yeah. And you look at that and you're like, this was made in Movie Maker. Um, but I feel like there's no way Comic Sans debuts in Movie Maker. It, it just logistically, I feel like you would, you would probably do something like that in the Office Suite. But Clippy... Clippy, throwing that in there. Clippy, Clippy is just like the little, the little paperclip that shows up and bothers you. I don't know if I looks like you're writing a letter. I like, I want to be part of the conversation because it's the podcast, but I sort of want to win. So I don't know how much I should talk. Clippy, Clippy, I feel like I see him in my head with an Arial font. So I'm just gonna go Microsoft Word. I feel like that's my safe bet. PowerPoint. I, I think it's, I think it's just Word. I think that's the OG. Okay, my final answer is Microsoft Word. Please let me get those points. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't get to bet though because I know the the question and everything. Yeah, no, no, no right? betting for you. You just get no to betting think about me. it. <laughs> I mean, like Word seems like the safe bet, but it almost seems too safe and too easy. And these are supposed to be hard. So I kind of lean towards PowerPoint, but I feel like I have way more context clues than you did. Hmm. Um, Clippy's not a program, so not Clippy. Movie Maker. I would count mm. him as a program for for yeah? for uh, for this question at least. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Go. <laughs> Clippy, really? Clippy's a program. Clippy is like a like a, an applet. Clippy, <laughs> it didn't really do anything. Clippy was basically the help button on Word. Yeah, but he uh, would just pop in whenever he, would, he felt like yeah. it. Yeah, you'd write running in the background. You'd write, "Dear Clippy mom," would, and it would go. It looks like you're writing a letter. Would you like to like change everything about your document? But would now? he run outside of Microsoft like Office Suite? I don't remember. I don't like he wouldn't pop up in your web no, browser, right? No, no, no. It was just mm. a it was thing. within. Yeah, whatever. I would argue. If we'll call a him a sub a sub program. A sub program. <laughs> I don't know. Clippy is funny. I would guess PowerPoint just because it's not Word. They finally answer. I didn't know Microsoft sure. debuted Comic Sans, by the way. That's yeah, a new fact. That's a new yeah, fact. That I did not know. New fact. That's funny. All right. And the answer is Microsoft 
movie maker. Wow. Whoa. I don't think it was default though. I'm pretty sure you're right. It was not default. They debuted Comic Sans in Movie Maker. Was it yep. called Microsoft Movie Maker before it was Windows Movie Maker? It was called Microsoft 3D Movie Maker. Oh boy. Huh. Wow. Well, I'm glad we both got that wrong. Yeah. I never I, used yeah, that I original. Never forget those title screens though. Like the color, it's like the blue screen of death color pretty much just like yeah. with white. And a lot of times it would be like the, uh, you know, it's like the small text and then the kind of the same word in bigger font behind it, but like the opacity is a yeah, little yeah, lower yeah, and they yeah, would yeah. scroll past each other. It was other. like an yeah. echo version of text. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do remember that. Well, that's a bummer, the 2.75 points I lost, but <laughs> I learned a new fact today. Yeah. Marquez is down to 2.25. Andrew's got five. Okay. All right. Andrew, your bet bonus question. Daily double. Daily go double. for it. All right. Do how, it. how much would you like to bet before? True daily. Do it. I'll go four. Four. Oh, four. Not quite all in. Okay. Not quite. All right. <laughs> the company Google is named after an actual number. A Google. I already know the answer. It's because Adam made the question. <laughs> I already know the answer. I'm completely lost. Okay, so good. I'm Perfect. Not That's exactly what we wanted. Okay, good. I'll bet all my points. I know the answer. <laughs> okay. The word Google, which is G-O-O-G-O-L, is the number one followed by how many zeros? A, 10 zeros. B, 100 zeros. C, 1,000 zeros. Or D, 10,000 zeros. Uh, Can I write my answer before he answers? Because I know it. I, I mean, I'm, I don't <laughs> I mean, think you need to write you it. I'm pretty points. sure you just know it. A hundred, a thousand... Ten, a hundred, a thousand, and ten thousand. Not ten. I'm going to guess a thousand. A thousand zeros. It is B100 zeros. Oh. He wrote it, yeah. No, you yeah. no, you wrote Google is 100. It's way more than a hundred. <laughs> Wait. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like Google's really aiming low if they're only looking for a hundred zeros. <laughs> That's I one of those... I had more well, confidence in them. That's, you remember at the bottom when zeros. Google search results usually Goo. used to have yeah, the <laughs> yeah. G with a bunch of it O's? It still has that. You just haven't made it to the second page in a long <laughs> oh, time. Yeah. I, so there you go. Too good now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those fun facts that you just learn and don't forget. So. It's like, you know you... You're not finding something when you just click page this the first O. Yeah, at this point. All right, so we've got two more questions left. The current score is Andrew one point, Marquez two point two five. How far okay. we fallen? <laughs> okay. okay. All right, and this isn't written in the rules, but I'm just going to make up this rule now. Um, these last two questions are the daily double. Okay. Okay. So you'll get two points if you win, just to make it a little more intense cool. and give Andrew a chance to win. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Question nine. In the blind camera shootouts, what phone was the runner-up in 2019? Okay. 2020, Zenfone 1. I'm just going to go backwards based on what I know. Now, 2019 is the year in question, and we had a Samsung versus Samsung final. And I remember that the winner... The, the finals shot was through a glass window and the only difference between the shots was there was a slight pink or magenta cast in one of the photos because of the reflection in the window and that was why it lost mm -hmm. wow so the photo that the the camera that lost that was the runner up in question is a samsung phone that was pink now the only one I remember that's pink is is the S10e, and was that last year? Because we got to S20 and S21, so 2020 as S20, so S10, so S10e. That makes sense. 
So it was a it was a note I think that won and it defeated. Let's go with Samsung Galaxy S10e. Final answer. Andrew, he's right. Yeah, S10e. Is that a he's right? I'm I was gonna guess that or he's right. Well, okay, I guessed something before I because I was the wrong. No, it's the S10e. I know. Yeah, it was right? it was Samsung versus Samsung. The year before was Huawei versus Pocophone, and Pocophone was runner up. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Wow. I forgot uh, that. Yeah, S10e. S10e. I totally forgot that. S10e, and it's because you took a you took the picture from behind the glass of a window. Yeah. So okay. people were not happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. So uh, Marquez is now now has four point two five points, and Andrew has three points. So we are very close. All right. Okay. All right. So this this is the last question, and uh, Andrew could still win because you get two points for it. And it's to going it to on. Andrew first. Okay. okay. Let's hear it. So this is a really easy question. Um, That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What kind of device was Andrew, Android, not Andrew, first developed for? What kind? What kind of. This is not an easy. I'm much better at the channel. What kind, specific of, what kind, of, tech, what, what kind of technology was Android first developed for? Hardware. Hmm. So it's harder than it sounds, actually. Wow. Is the t- can I say mobile devices? Is that too broad? Is that mean? No, that's not too broad. Whatever? It's a category. Like what kind of hardware? I mean, that's that. I guess that would be my guess. Mobile devices. Hmm. This is not easy. I feel like yeah. yeah this is what? interesting. You, this you is a... baited me on oh, that sorry. one real hard. <laughs> this I might. Was easy, but okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this might be one that. Is like kind of a trick question slash trivia question. I, because I, makes it feel like when it, you yeah. think of the beginnings of Android, you think of T Mobile G1, you think of like early versions of Android to compete against like the rest of the smartphone world. Like, how are we going to beat the Blackberries and the Palm Pilots of the world? Here's our new Android OS. T Mobile G1 was, it was a pretty cool phone actually. But what type of device? If it's, I, I feel like that's the only origin story for Android that I know. So I have to guess the same thing as you also i'm winning and if we guess the same thing i can't <laughs> oh, lose if you get uh, it right and i guess the wrong thing i can lose ooh. so for oh, the wow. sake of points i'm also going to go mobile but i'm really right. curious yeah. if that's a trick question oh, look you at all, this game you, yeah you all here. didn't like, realize we <laughs> would Prisoner's completely dilemma, destroy right? this game yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right the answer is cameras really was originally Didn't, what, was the as, cam- what was the camera? I don't I don't or, know if they ever even put it on oh, the camera. Oh really? But they, they developed it as a camera platform and then uh, Google bought it from them to use on smartphones. Huh. Cameras. Wow. That's uh that's really interesting. We did eventually get the Galaxy camera that one time. Yeah. It was all right. There's a camera <laughs> yeah, phone. It, it took pictures. Yeah. It did the thing. <laughs> it did photos. Uh, uh, wow. review. All right. So that's, that's a, it for the first uh, Galaxy Game Show, or Galaxy actually, Game Show. I like that. I don't, <laughs> although Samsung might, I don't know, not sponsored. Um, <laughs> and the t- final total: Andrew with three, Marquez with four point two five. So congrats to Marquez for winning the first first ever. waveform trivia show. What does he get? You guys got a prize, right? Um, you get your name in the credits of this episode. You get to tweet whatever you want from the waveform <laughs> podcast account. <laughs> Yeah, we'll figure this out later. But. Yeah. Go follow Marquez on YouTube. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Click subscribe. That was fun. That was I fun. I liked that a lot. I think we'll we'll do more we'll do more versions of that. I kind of I I've, I've turned into that old person and I'm only saying this cuz the commercials are all for like old people products, but I'm that old person that watches GSN and just watches game shows at night now. 
which is like extremely lame to admit because I'm like not watching good quality entertainment. What's the hot game show right now? Uh, I mean, it's always, the staples are always hot. So Jeopardy and Family Food and Wheel of Fortune are like a lock. They're always beyond. But once in a while, you'll see like a random like new show, like uh, Masterminds, or you'll see like a, there's just like just daily knowledge shows. America Says is kind of somewhere in the middle there, where it's kind of the same thing as Family Feud, but a different format. So long story short, I enjoy the game show format, (laughs) and I think we should do this more often because it's pretty engaging. You guys can can listen along, and maybe you know the answers, and you're yelling at your speaker as I am (laughs) failing to know that it was cameras before smartphones. Um, But yeah. Despite not winning, I did say I thought I had a good memory, and I I think I kind of confirmed that. I was very impressed. In terms of the channel-specific things, I'm pretty proud. Yeah, that was good. I'll take it. That was good. Let's go. We're all winners here. <laughs> all right. That was good. Maybe we'll get like a a new theme of questions or whatever for next time. Yeah, anyway. I think theme theme version could be fun. Yeah. Cool. That's been it for Waveform episode 54. Fun fact, that's the number I have good memory too. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Waveform is produced by Adam Alina. Our special game show host today was David Amell. We are partnered with Studio 71 and our intro outro music was created by Cameron Barlow. Support for this podcast comes from Planned Parenthood. It's hard to imagine a world where we leave future generations with fewer rights and freedoms. Since the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills aimed at blocking people from getting the essential sexual and reproductive care they need, including abortion. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves access to care. And with supporters like you, they can reclaim our rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit plannedparenthood.org slash future to learn more and support their cause.